Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Jordana Levine, and you're listening to the Inspired Table Podcast. Each week, you'll be led down an inspired path of curiosity as I chat to some of my favorite soul-centered folk about the things that inspire me daily in the hope that some of that juicy inspiration will rub off on you. So pour yourself your favorite cuppa and take a seat at my table. I promise you'll leave happier, healthier, and bursting with inspiration. Hello and welcome back to the Inspired Table podcast. In this week's episode, I catch up with the beautiful Lee Holmes. Lee is a nutritionist, whole food chef, yoga and meditation teacher, and author of seven, soon to be nine, books. Lee is the real deal when it comes to her passion, knowledge, and expertise in the health food industry. And in this interview, we focus on her passion for gut health and discuss how her own health issues sparked her enthusiasm for healing everyone else's gut. Now, this particular topic is of deep importance to me because I had a very messed up gut and I thought all the symptoms I was experiencing were normal and I didn't connect any of them to my gut flora. So in this episode, Leigh takes us through some of the symptoms you can look out for to know whether or not it's time you paid a little more attention to your gut. And then we discuss some of the simple remedies you can start today to start taking care of it, including some of Lee's favorite recipes. Now, remember, if you're enjoying this podcast, it's really important that you subscribe because I'm not necessarily releasing episodes weekly. So if you want to know when a new episode is up and get a little notification from iTunes, it's super important that you subscribe. It would also be very much appreciated if while you're there pressing the subscribe button you leave me a little rating or review i know as a big podcast fan that whenever i'm looking out for a new podcast i always read through the reviews first so i do know that people read them because i am one of those people and i do know they make such a big difference so if you are enjoying this podcast and if you do enjoy this episode i would really love if you would leave me a rating or review on itunes and now all of that is out of the Way. I hope you enjoy this interview with Lee Holmes. Hi there, I'm Lee Holmes from Supercharged Food. I'm a mum, I'm a nutritionist and a whole food chef and I'm also a yoga teacher and meditation teacher and I've written a few books as well. I've written about seven books now <laughs> all around sort of... <laughs> Healthy eating, um, eat your way to good health and eat yourself beautiful, eat clean, green and vegetarian. There's a kid's book that I've written which I really love. There's a book called Heal Your Gut which has been really popular 
and my latest book is called Fast Your Way to Wellness and I do um, I do love cooking and all the recipes come out of my kitchen and I also have a little program that I run, a Love Your Gut program and a Heal Your Gut program online where people, um, I walk them through uh, gut, gut healing which is really fun and I have a Love Your Gut powder and a Golden Gut blend which um, is in stores, they're really cute, they're really cute products. All, all around the gut, I, I love everything to do with the gut, it's my area of um, passion. Yeah, wow. Well, that's why I've got you on the show today because I do want to talk to you about gut health. But before we get into it, how how did you end up walking down this particular path? Because you've got of you've got a lot of credentials behind you and they they seem to all kind of be in similar fields like nutrition and yoga teacher and all this sort of stuff kind of combines itself really well. But how did you end up sort of going on this particular journey with your career? It's interesting because when I was young, um, I studied food and nutrition and cooking. I went to cooking school and then I left that and didn't do anything with my qualifications and I just traveled a little bit and then I worked at the ABC. I worked in entertainment and I really, really enjoyed that until one day I just I just couldn't get out of bed. I was really tired. I was exhausted and um, I felt like I had chronic fatigue and I for about six months, I went in and out of different doctors and different specialists, and eventually I was diagnosed with an autoimmune issue and fibromyalgia. And for me, I was a single mum at the time, and I was really busy. I kept on trying to work, but it was just impossible. I had hives covering my whole body. My hair was falling out. I was achy. My gut hurt. And I had to give up work, unfortunately. So I went kind of back to my roots of cooking and nutrition, and I started developing recipes in my kitchen and I had it was like back in the day when blogging was just starting to become popular I'd seen a movie called Julia and Julia I don't know if you've seen that yeah, movie. yeah it was really inspiring that movie and I I watched it and I thought wow I could do that and I could reach people you know with my recipes and because I I, I noticed that when I changed my diet a little bit the hives started to clear up I did get a bit more energy my hair started to grow back and that was because when I was working at the ABC, I had, I had a, I thought it was a good diet, but it wasn't really a good diet because I was just eating a lot of processed foods, a lot of fast foods, a lot of, um, you know, artificial sugars and foods that just my body just reacted to, MSG, those kinds of things. So once I took those out and changed my diet, my symptoms and the inflammation definitely improved a lot, and that's how I started my blog. And from there, I wrote my first book, and it was interesting because. I just thought it was a little blog, you know, with a WordPress blog with a couple of pages and a few recipes. But people from all over the world would contact me and say, wow, that was my story. I was on steroids like you. I blew up like the Michelin man. I had all the drugs that you had. And I changed my diet and I started to feel a lot better. And I, you know, we both, we all kind of weaned ourselves slowly off the medication and turned to more of a natural diet and I was it was interesting because I was meeting people from all over the world who I would never normally have the chance to talk to and we were building kind of a bit of a supercharged community and that's how I got into really loving what I'm doing and blogging and writing. Yeah, it's such a beautiful way to enter the field and I think that it's becoming more and more common for people to have to heal themselves and then take that information out and share it with other people. It's a really um, lovely gift that you can give other people because there's so many people out there that can't cook or write a recipe and so yeah, 
They need, um, yeah, they need someone who understands what they're feeling to offer it to them. So that's really lovely. Yeah, and my recipes, I think my recipes are, are really simple. I try and make them as simple as possible. Like They don't have a million ingredients and, and things you can't pronounce from the wilds of the Congo, and they're affordable. They're everyday foods that you can buy from the supermarket, um, fresh foods, but they're just simple but they're tasty because I use like spices and herbs to really – make them taste really good I believe anyway <laughs> yeah I believe too I'll tell you something Lee I my background is food publishing that was my old life and yeah. I used to work um, on a lot of cookbooks and um, develop recipes for magazines and cookbooks and I still kind of dabble in it now but I don't really I don't use cookbooks I don't really follow recipes but yeah. the ones that I do follow and love, and I'm not just saying this because you're on my podcast, but it's you and Jamie Oliver, and that's it. I love Jamie Oliver too. That's it, yeah, I yeah. love. Him. I like. I kind of obviously I do like my style, and I also like um, Hugh Fernley Winningstall. Um, do you know him? Yes, from um, River Cottage. River Cottage. Yeah. His recipes are really good as well. Yeah, I and like- it is. It's that. It's that simple inexpensive yeah. accessible ingredients yeah um that actually taste really good as well yeah that's what i think as well and because you don't want to be put off if you have all of these ingredients and you make a recipe and it doesn't work and it, you kind of lose your confidence in the kitchen so yeah my recipes are supposed to well hopefully empower people to go oh that was easy and that tastes really good i, I want to make that again you know yeah so how many cookbooks have you published now I've published seven and then I have one coming out next year called Supercharge Your Gut early next year and then I have another one um, the year after as well. So no, there'll be oh nine. My yeah. <laughs> so quite a few. That's crazy. And how do you keep coming up with ideas? I think it's actually been a bit of a natural progression actually because when I wrote Eat Your Way to Good Health, which was my first book, I was on a bit of a restricted diet because I was trying to figure out the foods that were – I was reacting to so that book is gluten free dairy free wheat free and sugar free so it was all I was kind of going through that and then as I progressed to anti-inflammatory eating I wrote the book eat yourself beautiful which is all about anti-inflammatory foods and then after that I had a lot of vegetarians start to follow me and say you're a really evil person because you keep putting those slow cooked lamb shanks on your (laughs) we don't like you so I, I, I do eat a high plant-based diet. I consider myself a flexitarian. So what I did was I put together all my most favorite and beautiful vegetarian and vegan recipes into a book called Eat Clean, Green and Vegetarian, and they love that. So that was really – that was good. I, and I do love, you know, a high sort of vegetarian diet, but I do occasionally eat meat as well. And then um, I have kids, obviously, so I put out the kids' book, and then – Someone asked me, actually, how did you really improve your health with fibro and um, autoimmune stuff? How did you really do it? And for me, it was all about looking at the gut. So I went back to the beginning and talked about in Heal Your Gut how to actually heal your gut from the ground up in four different phases. So that's what kind of that book's about. So it's kind of run, yeah, run the course of my own sort of journey, I guess. So let's talk about gut health then. Why is it so important? I mean, it is, it's so important because it really is the epicenter to our health. It's like, it's like the engine room to everything. And our bodies are made up of 100 trillion living organisms. They're known as bacteria and they reside in your gut. Um, and you know you have, you have like an ecosystem in your gut and you have 
it's it's called the gut microflora and you have good bacteria and bad bacteria and that if you're eating the right things you've got a robust gut and gut microbiome so the friendly bacteria that are in your gut are going to help your hormones work better and you produce hormones it'll help your immune system work better it regulates everything that we eat even if we're eating things that we can't really ingest or toxin kinds of foods it helps with that the good bacteria also helps to control our metabolism and helps us to absorb nutrients so that you're getting energy. Um, whereas for a lot of people who, uh, for one reason or another, maybe environmental factors or they eat a lot of sugar or they don't look after themselves they have, or they're taking a course of antibiotics and it's kind of wiped out the good and the bad bacteria, when you have a kind of disgruntled gut like that, and the unfriendly bacteria are high, you're more susceptible to things like irritable bowel disease, inflammation, constipation, skin rashes, tiredness. There's a lot of symptoms actually if your if your gut flora balance is out of whack. So that I think that's why that's why it's so important to keep your gut as healthy as possible. And obviously, there's more connections as well. The gut and the brain um, are intrinsically linked. So if you look at the gut and the brain, you have a vagus nerve that runs from your gut all the way, uh, your brain all the way down to your gut. And it's it's like a communication travel uh, channel. But for every one message that goes from the brain to the gut, you have 10 messages that go from the gut to the brain. So when you think about it, what's really in charge of your thoughts and your feelings is your gut because that's where all the messages are coming from. So having a uh, you know, healthy butt microbiome is really important. Mm. And I guess that's where that um, phrase, you know, you've got to trust your gut comes from yeah. because it is sending messages straight to your brain. Yeah, and interestingly, I interviewed um, a doctor, a professor in America um, for my summit, and he told me um, that, interestingly, that our gut bacteria can also have a communication with each other. So interestingly, they're having a like a little conversation together and saying, you know, if she eats this, should we give her a, a bit of a hive or an immune reaction? No, they're actually having a dialogue. A yeah, biochemical wow. which is, is so interesting and terrifying. Yeah, is a guy that I interviewed. He wrote a book. Uh, he wrote a book all about brain and gut health. It's an interesting guy. Yeah. So. Is there specific, like, good bacteria that everybody should expect to have in their system or are there certain bacteria that work for specific people and not for others? Like, it, it's quite complicated down there, isn't it? So how do we sort of know if we're functioning okay or if it's something we should be looking at? I think it's interesting, gut health. I mean, yes, there are a multitude of different good and bad bacteria down there. And it's not about getting rid of the bad altogether. It's just about having a healthy balance. And so what you can do, it depends. If you're feeling symptoms, if you're tired, if you're not going to the to toilet properly, if you're getting bloated after meals or constipated, then a good place to look is your gut. And you can go and get tested. You can get tested actually um, even further by looking at your stools and finding what... Uh, bacteria you have in there whether it's good or whether it's bad and then you can supplement with a probiotic or probiotic rich food so you can go that far and do it or you can just if you're a bit worried you can take a broad spectrum probiotic which will kind of help you your good bacteria um, grow even further so that's that's a couple of ways you can do it depending on how deep you want to go with it 
Yeah, it's interesting actually. I had one of those fecal tests done and yeah. it turned out that the probiotic that I had been taking was actually making the bacteria in my gut worse. Yeah. So it was very good that I'd had it done because I was able to swap it for bacteria that was actually going to be beneficial. Yeah, that's that's what I think is really important. So um, finding out your strains and your levels mm. is really important so that you can supplement with the right thing. But, but um, yeah, it depends on the person. I mean, it depends on whether you want to go that far with it. Yeah, and you you briefly touched on what sort of the, what sort of symptoms people might be suffering from if their gut is not in a great state. Can we just go over those again in a little bit more detail? What kind of things can people um, expect to find if their gut's maybe not working so well? Well, tiredness is a big thing. Get tired because you're not really absorbing. If, if there's something wrong with your gut, you're not absorbing all the nutrients, so you yeah. get really tired after meals you could get bloated after certain foods because you can't um, absorb them and digest them so for example there are lots a multitude a multitude of foods that you think are quite healthy but are actually really hard for some people to digest mm. things citrus veggies things like lentils things like you know onions and garlic and although that's the, you know, healthy, healthy foods. For some people, if you can't digest them, they're just going to give you symptoms of bloating and that kind of thing. Um, the other symptoms are rashes as well. So sometimes people get rashes after eating certain foods because um, the immune system sees that, that food is a foreign invader and kind of starts attacking it, you know? Yeah, Inter interesting. So, that, yeah, so there's all the gastro um, digestible sort of issues that you get. And then there's other ones as well, tiredness. Some people get headaches. Uh, it really depends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so um, aside from probiotics, what kind of foods should we be introducing into our diet to benefit and support our gut health? I think some of the foods that are really good um, to have for some people are fermented foods, but not for everybody because mm. there are certain people with poor gut health and, and autoimmune issues who have histamine intolerance issues. And when you have histamine intolerance issues, you can get all of these sort of hives and you can get tiredness and all of those kinds of symptoms when you have um, fermented foods. So fermented foods are good for some people, but not for all people. So um, I would recommend the, some of the really great foods are prebiotic-rich foods. So they're the foods that feed your good bacteria, and they are things like chicory, dandelion, asparagus. They're all really good as well. Um, and then the other foods, believe it or not, chocolate actually is good at feeding good bacteria. Oh. Like real chocolate <laughs> with all sugar in it, so that's a good one as well. Okay. Uh, and just fiber-rich veggies as well. Fiber-rich veggies are really good for getting everything moving through. So you just want to get get everything moving through and working well in there as well. So if you can, if you do love fermented foods, then just start with a teaspoon, see how you go. Those kinds of foods are things like kefir, kimchi, um, kombucha as well. It's quite popular now. Um, trying a few of those are good. But really, I think it's dependent on the person because, as I said, some things that are healthy may not be healthy for you. So it's about finding those foods that trigger you and then um, kind of cutting down on the ones that trigger you. Yeah. So gluten is obviously something that can kind of bind up some people's intestines and make them feel really have stomach pain and really 
bloated. So if gluten's a problem for you, then cutting down on that is good. Sugar is very inflammatory to the body as well, and it feeds the gut of good the good bacteria. Uh, it feeds the bad bacteria. Sorry. So too much sugar is not good for the gut either. And what about what about fats? Where do they fall in line with our gut health? Well, fats are really good. Fats, fats are good um, in moderation. I would say that it's they're really good for sort of healing and sealing the lining of the gut, and they also help you to draw nutrients from the foods that you're eating and deliver them into the body. They're like a delivery mechanism. So, I believe um, in moderation, good fats are really good. So, you want like a typical really great gut meal was I have a salmon chowder recipe, which is salmon which is omega-3 fatty acids which is really good it's got a bit of curry powder in it just for taste because it tastes really nice it's got some coconut milk which is antiviral antifungal antibacterial and then it's got um uh what else it's got a few other ingredients in it i think i put some veg in there sometimes that is the fiber that you need so that's kind of an all-round kind of good recipe to have I've actually got a girlfriend who <laughs> makes your salmon chowder recipe all the time. She loves it. I haven't I think tried it's it like yet. The curry powder that just takes it to the next level. Yeah, nice. Okay, I'm going to have to try it. Um, so, what what kind of stuff um, could we be doing on a daily basis? to support our gut health because I think it's really interesting what you said before about fermented foods because when I found out that my gut wasn't performing at peak level, I started to eat all of the fermented foods all of the time um, and in very large quantities and it gave me terrible brain fog and, yeah, my histamine levels were just through the roof. So I think that's a really important point for people to take on board. Um, But I was like, oh, if I can just have fermented foods every Every day, you know, blah, 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 blah. So maybe not. But what are some other things that we could be doing every day to support our gut health? I think one of the most important things that is to do with the gut is stress. Stress mm. and the gut intrinsically related. And whatever you you are doing, if you, you want to get your body into a state where you're finding balance and being able to eat in a state of rest or digest rest and digest so you want to be able to be in a quiet space when you're eating and not running around and being on your phone and because that's really bad for digestion obviously when you're just doing 10 things at once so um i would say that you know um going for runs every single day and eating celery might be a good idea if you're trying to be healthy but it's really not sustainable or enjoyable so it's about taking a step back and just um, enjoying food because <laughs> we love we love our food, don't we? And we Absolutely. love to eat. And um, there are other things as well. There are other particular ingredients that are really good. I've got this golden gut blend, which is really nice, which is uh, you can make it into a latte, but you can make ice cream with it. You can make curry with it. You can sprinkle it on things. Omelets are really nice with it. And it's got in it my diatomaceous earth powder, which my, is my love your gut powder, and that is very good for cleaning the gut. So what that does, it's like you think about brushing your teeth and you have all of that plaque. All of us have at least two kilos of plaque inside us, inside our intestines. So gently removing that plaque so that you have a clearer surface so you can absorb more from your food is really good. And what this diatomaceous earth love your gut powder does is it absorbs all of the toxins and it separates the good and the bad and takes the bad out, which is really good. Yeah, wow. Just things like that. Um, yeah, there are so many other ingredients that are good. Aloe vera is really good if you're if you've got tummy ache and maybe you have um, you know 
Crohn's or something like that and you really want to have something soothing, aloe vera is really good. Slippery elm is an ingredient that you can buy in the supermarket which you can make into a beautiful porridge. That's very, very good for sort of the lining and healing and soothing the lining of the gut. Bone broths obviously are really good as well for the lining of the gut. So there are a few things like that that you can do um, as well. And, and also taking time out when we talk about stress. If you can get time to, you know, read a book in the sun or go for a walk, then that's always really good for gut health. What are some of the ways that you personally um, deal with stress? Um, what I do is I walk. I love walking. So I walk every morning for an hour, about an hour, and I walk from Rose Bay to Bronte and back. Wow, that is a decent walk. Yeah, walk, so I like to do that. I also listen to hypnosis things online, those free hypnosis um, videos. So there's a guy called Hypno Tom who I love, like he's an English guy and I just listen to them and put them on and just they, they make you feel so relaxed, so I love that. Wow. Um, there's an, an Australian guy called Jason Stevenson, they're all free online and there's a heap of apps as well that you can get and they're hypnosis so they gently kind of get into your mind and you're not even thinking about it and you feel so relaxed afterwards. Um, cooking is something that I like to do to de-stress, believe it or not. Um, when I get into the kitchen, I just love, I just feel so at home and I just feel, yeah, I, do, I don't feel stressed when I'm in the kitchen. So that I like doing that and I love animals as well. So anytime oh, yes. I can be around my kids or animals, yes. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. I, I feel the same about being in the kitchen. I find it to be really um, quite a meditative experience, especially if it involves stirring. Um, yes. But whenever I say that to people, they always freak out because they're like, what? The kitchen is really? the most stressful place in the house. Because <laughs> I don't find it like that way either. I no. find it really like this is my place. I can just, you know, take in all the smells and create things and you kind of feel happy and, you know, just tinkering around. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's beautiful. So um, I know it's not what we came onto this podcast to talk about, but if it's okay with you, I would love to talk to you a little bit about your experience with um, Ayurveda. Yeah, sure. Are you yeah. all right to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, um, I went to India a few years ago. I actually wrote a book. Um, called Eat Right for Your Shape. I went to India and I, I went to study Ayurveda uh, and I went to cooking school over there as well and did some yoga over there. It was really interesting. So Ayurveda is just about, I believe, I really believe in it and I think I um, resonate with it. I'm half Indian, maybe that's part of it. but it, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, it's just really about eating towards your own unique constitution. And we all have them, um, and they divide it into sort of names like Vata, Pitta, and Kapha, which are the three kind of constitutions. Um, and you do this quiz, and you find out which one you are. You could be a mix of a few of them. So if you're a Vata, you're kind of like a bit flighty, and it's um, you know a bit nervous. And you should. They say that it's better for you to eat more grounding foods. And if you're a pitta, you're kind of a bit hot-blooded, temperamental. So for you, eating cooling foods um, is really good as well. And then if you're a kapha, you're a little bit more slow-moving. So eating foods that boost the metabolism is really good. So I went to school in Kerala in India, and I learned all about the type, the doshas, and how how to how to cook and how to create recipes. And I also learned, obviously, there are 
different aspects of Ayurveda. It's it's the oil treatments and the massages, and there's there's the yoga, which is part of it as well, and the spiritual side of things, and and the nutrition side of things. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. Well, I'm not sure if you remember, but I actually um, emailed you late last year because I went to India at the beginning of this year and I was yes. looking for oh, yeah. a recommendation for an, um, to do an Ayurvedic cooking course. Yeah, did you go to my course? I did. So I went to oh, Shanti Yoga. It? Yeah, it was fantastic. So um, good. But it was funny, Lee, because I booked in for the course and she said to me, oh, you you just let me know what I said because I emailed them and I said, oh, what dates are you running the course? I'll be here at this time. Yeah. And she said, oh, no, you just tell you just tell me when you want to come. And I was like, okay. So that was that. And um, yeah. I'd been traveling around India for two weeks and I was on my own and I was really looking forward to getting to the school and meeting some people and all this sort of stuff. And I arrive and I booked myself into a private cooking course for seven days. <laughs> oh. And I was like, oh, it's just me? And they were like, yeah, it's just you. So it was, it was me oh, and the really? Ayurvedic doctor for seven days. But it was amazing he's so good wasn't it? i wonder did you have the same guy as me i can't remember his name now no i had a woman i had a woman uh, oh i had a guy it's really that kitchen is amazing isn't it with all of the ayurvedic um implements and it's yeah. beautiful it's, all of copper pots and yeah it's beautiful and you know in in hindsight i can't believe that I would have considered because at one point I was doing an Ayurvedic cooking course anywhere but India you know and I was like I'll just do it in yeah. Australia or I'll go up to Byron yeah. or you know yeah. but it was just oh it was amazing yeah it is amazing isn't it I learned more about tempering when I was there because um I never knew much about I should do being half Indian but about tempering the the spices and mm. or and then they put them on top did you notice that yes like, put the spices when you're making curry into the dish they temper them and then they put them on top at the end so that was really cool yeah it is really really cool and when I make my dal now that's what I do but I, I stir them through but yeah it's yeah I have I have a beautiful dal recipe actually on the website that I just put up a couple of weeks ago it's called supercharged dal try it it's really yummy okay I will thank you <laughs> I love dal I pretty much live off dal actually so that would be great <laughs> <laughs> so what um, what is next for you? What's what's happening next? Um, well, there's lots to come in the following year, um, but the big thing, I guess, is my next book, Supercharge Your Gut, that's coming out um, in February, okay. which will be really funny, fun. So I'll be on the road for that, and then I'm going to probably go over to the US to take my Love Your Gut Powder and Golden Gut Blend to Expo West, which is one of the biggest kind of like expo trade show kind of thing places in America where a lot of the distributors come when you have products and try and get my product into America oh, amazing. really exciting and then in April I'll go to the UK because my book will be released in the UK there and my powders are already in the UK so I'll go and do a bit of promotion over in the UK which will be exciting and then I'm also still doing my Heal Your Gut online course which I want to um, work more on that as well and, and reach a few more people so I'm excited about next year. So how does the, um, how does the online course work? 
So yeah, it's a four-week program. I have two of them. The first one's a four-week program, and you get everything, all the recipes, you get all support. I have a team of doctors, naturopaths, nutritionists on it as well. So you get 24-7 access um, to help. And we have a community group on Facebook and you get emails and videos to keep you going and you do it for four weeks. There's heaps and heaps of testimonials on the website so you can see people and read about their experiences on it. And yeah, they've been loving it. And then I also have a two-day sort of supercharge or love your gut program where it's similar but once you've kind of healed your gut it's just a two day a week thing okay. so people like to continue with that just to keep their gut health up for a couple of days a week and that's like ten dollars a week and then you get all the recipes and things like that which is fun and that four week that four week course is that like an ever like is it evergreen is it always running or are there like specific it's always dates running. always running okay great yeah heal your gut program awesome um, all right. Well, thank you so much for chatting to me. It's been awesome. Um, really lovely to have you on the show. I don't know. Have we actually met in real life? I don't even know. Have we? I don't think so. I think so. I would, I would have remembered. Yeah, I would have remembered too. I mean, I've been talking to you for years about different yeah. things over the email, but I don't think I've met you. That's so funny. Um, well, it's lovely soon. to be on. Thank you. So much for having me on. No, I really appreciate it. hope you enjoyed that episode with Lee Holmes for all of the things that we spoke about her products her program her books head to the show notes I'll have all of the details there and remember if you want to stay up to date on episodes you must subscribe to the podcast it takes two seconds in the meantime if you want to hang out with me the best place to find me is on Instagram at Jordana Levine and until next time I'm Jordana Levine, wishing you an inspirational week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.